Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Welcome back, enlightened investors. Delighted to be with you again today. And we're going to look at going from a broke college kid to selling over $200 million worth of real estate. Jason Lee is a highly recognized real estate broker in the multifamily real estate industry. He works with real estate investors, helping them acquire, dispose of, and 1031 exchange in order to improve their portfolios. Jason is also a multifamily investor. As such, he can assist and support investors from both broker and investor perspectives. So Jason, take us into the show and share with us a memorable experience from your formative years that may have helped you to be who you are today. Yeah, Alan, thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, the first story that comes to mind, Alan, is definitely about, about how I took the biggest risk in my life and how that risk that I took paid off more than I ever could have imagined. This story begins when I was 21 years old. I was a junior in college. I had just changed my major because I felt like I had no direction and no passion in what I was pursuing. And I decided to change my major and look for whatever I could find. And I ended up finding real estate and ended up meeting uh, this guy named Brian who owned a commercial real estate company down here. And basically I met him at like a speed networking event on campus. And then he invited me to like a second interview at his office. The interview went great. It went amazing. I was super excited to get started. He was telling me how most agents, you know, in the beginning of the year, in their first year, make $70,000. Next year they make you know, double that. And then year three, they'll make, you know, 250 to 300. And as a kid who had 500 bucks in his bank account, who was totally broke, I was extremely excited. But at the end of the interview, I asked him, you know, Brian, this all sounds great. You know, what's my starting salary? And Brian goes, starting salary? I mean, you're going to be a commercial agent. There's no starting salary. It's what you eat is what you, what you kill is what you eat. I mean, if you don't make sales, you don't make money. And if you make sales, you make money. And, you know, at this moment, there was lots of thoughts, emotions, limitations, limiting beliefs, a lot of anxiety. But I knew that if I would have believed in myself, worked hard, and all these other people were having success in history, I could figure it out and do it. And uh, I took that job and my life hasn't been the same ever since. Well, interesting. Well, Jason, just take us into the show and just to share with us how anyone can get started in investing in uh, multifamily real estate. Yeah. How can someone get it started in multifamily? I think if you're watching the show and you haven't bought your first property, I think, you know, gaining knowledge and gaining experience is the first step. So if you're watching the podcast, you're gaining knowledge. So good for you. Um, reading a lot of books, educating yourself, talking to people that are in the industry, underwriting properties, seeing exactly how to see what's a good deal versus a bad deal. And then what comes after that is just making sure you have the capital, right? So you got to understand that, you know, real estate's a very highly capital intensive business. So if you if you know how to get, find good deals, you know how to underwrite good deals, and you don't have all the money, then you got to take it one step further and find partners, people in your network to go in with you. And it's all about getting in the game. I think the first property you buy is the hardest property you're going to buy because there's so many unknowns and experiences you haven't uh, had before in the industry. So I think gaining knowledge and jumping into it and having all the pieces in place is 
my best piece of advice. Well, wonderful. Jason, uh, you took the route of going into real estate from the brokerage uh, perspective, and you just mentioned that the brokerage that you first uh, started with, they they said it was possible to earn 70000 the first year, and then from there begin to almost double that each and every year following that for several years. What is your advice to anyone who wants to start into real estate via the brokerage route? Yeah, I, I think the most important piece of advice I can give is that the industry is not for everyone. It's extremely difficult. The first year is a revolving door. A lot I've seen a lot of people come in and out of the business because of the number one factor is there's no base salary. There's no, unless you make commissions, you're not making any money. And it takes a year or two to get your business running, right? You have to make the calls. I was in there, you know, 12 to 14 hours a day, beating the phones every single day. And I would get told no, you know, 30 to 40 times a day. People told me to lose their number, never call them again. So if you go through that for, you know, six months, which I did, and you don't close one deal, it really gets to your head. And a lot of people can't mentally take that challenge. But once you get through that period of going through those hard times and making no money, after you get your first listing or do your first deal, it's just like investing in real estate. You learn as you go. So you learn a lot of things when you get a new listing, when you close your first escrow and your confidence is built every single deal. So I think it's kind of a snowball effect after you get through the worst of times, which is, you know, year one and year two. But I mean, the trajectory can be crazy. I mean, my first year, my first six months, I made no money. And then six months after that, I made $150,000. And then the second year, I made $600,000. Third year, I made $1.6 And then fourth year, I made $2.5 So it can go quick if you know how to grow your business. So what are some some tips other than just being able to, to deal with, uh, obviously, the rejection and also just being in there to be consistent every day and, and making those calls? Any other suggestions for the first time broker? I would say number one thing is I would say staying focused. I think staying focused as a broker is really hard because you are your own boss, but you also have no one telling you what to do. You do have like a broker or a mentor in the office that'll show you the ropes and help you when you need help, but no one can tell you how to control your day. So I think understanding how to control your day and knowing exactly what you need to do uh, the night before, before you go into the office is very important. Uh, the people that I saw fail and not make it. A lot of them just kind of, you know, just went through the motions, didn't really know exactly what to do, didn't know what really worked, um, didn't understand, you know, when to do what, when to time block. So I think taking control of your day and being focused is very important. You grow your uh, portfolio at actually a phenomenal rate. And you've given us some clues here as to how you did that. But take us into some more specifics on exactly what you did to get from zero to uh, to several million dollars within a period of just uh, four to five years there. Yeah. So started investing end of 2020. Uh, so it's been like two and a half years, but my partner and I, we had a great symbiotic relationship. I think having a good partner partnership or a good team is essential to growing a portfolio quickly because Honestly, it's tough to do everything in commercial real estate. It really is a team sport. So I think having a good symbiotic relationship has been essential to growing that partnership and growing our portfolio. Like for example, um, I was the broker, so I sourced all the good deals and found the opportunities. And my partner, he ran a debt fund. So 
he had access to a lot of great capital, a lot of great lenders. So, you know, we were buying properties with pretty high leverage, little equity down us to 50-50, but we were buying the property at properties at such a discount. It wasn't really that much of a risk taking that little down with equity. So what we would do is we went the value add strategy and, you know, bought the property, moved the tenants out, renovated every unit, waited a year, sold it, and then took the profits and did a 1031 exchange into a building twice as big. So that's how exactly we grew our portfolio. We bought little duplexes and fourplexes and traded them up into, you know, eight units, 11 units and 16 units. So that's how we grew our portfolio from like a four unit to 83 units in the last two and a half years. Well, that sounds like a, a good strategy there. And the link up between a broker and a fund manager, that looks like an excellent partnership. Not everybody's going to of course, be a broker. Not everybody is going to be a fund manager. What are some other partner combinations that might be beneficial to developing an investor portfolio? Yeah, I think a great relationship would be, you know, someone who's like the business development person who's out there talking to brokers out there seeing like what exactly the market's looking like and, you know, trying to bring deals to the table from their network. And I think having another person who's very analytical, who's more of like the numbers person, who's more financially, who understands financials better, I, I guess I could say. Because like me, I mean, I do understand Excel and financial analysis very well, but I don't enjoy doing it. So that's what like, my partner did. So I think a lot of successful people that I've studied uh, who own huge you know, real estate companies, I've noticed that a lot of the partners it's kind of left brain, right brain. Someone's out there being creative, out there talking to people, making things happen. Other person's kind of the operations person who is running the business, doing the back end stuff, things like that. So I think having the same strengths is not a great relationship because if you're both great at one thing, but both of you suck at a very important part of the business, then that doesn't make a great partnership. So enjoying what you do, playing your strengths and making sure that strengths are different, I think are the key points. Good advice there. Well, it's one thing to be a successful broker. What is the mindset that one needs to be actually successful as an entrepreneurial investor? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the big difference is that as a broker, you're just out there, you know, it's not a lot of risk because you're just making money. It's income. You're making commissions. You're making income. You're not betting on anything. You're betting on yourself to make sales, but you're not risking your money. I think as an investor, you're risking your money, obviously, because every investment has risk. So there's a different emotional factor to it that you have to be aware of. There's going to be a lot of, you know, second thoughts or, you know, thoughts of losing money, thoughts of the market crashing. These thoughts will go through your head if you're looking to place money into a real estate investment. So I think just being really sure of your numbers and understanding exactly what you're purchasing is extremely important when you're being a real estate investor. Because no matter how good the deal is, no matter how good the location is, no matter how much money your numbers say you're going to make, if you're buying your first or second property, your mind's going to think of some sort of reason to back out and not buy it. So I think just staying analytical, understanding that commercial real estate is numbers-based is extremely important. If the numbers work, buy it. If the numbers don't, don't buy it. You know, the best investors, you know, like Warren Buffett, they always say, don't buy off emotion, buy off the analytics and the data. So I think it's very important when you're being an investor in anything. Excellent advice there. Well, Jason, what do you have uh, to offer our audience and how is it that they can take advantage of that? 
and get in touch with you. Yeah, yeah. Starting something new. I'm coaching three people every month for free. And the way to sign up for that is directly on my Instagram or social media platforms. My handle is Jason Joseph Lee on most social media. I'm very active on LinkedIn, active on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. So if you want to sign up for free coaching, happy to help with any advice that I can give. Well, excellent. And we will have that information in the show notes. So viewers and listeners, be sure to take advantage of that. Jason, what was one of the major setbacks that you have encountered in life? And it may be in real estate or it may be outside of that. But what is one major setback you've had to deal with? And how did you come through that uh, time? And what was the major lesson that you learned from that? Yeah, I, I think a major setback in my career would be, it was month four of me starting as a broker, brand new. And um, I had gone through four hard months of rejection, no good leads, no sales, no listings. And month four, I got my first listing. But the day after I got my listing, the owner actually passed away uh, unexpectedly. And that property ended up going into probate. So it was owned by the government and it couldn't be sold for a minimum of two to three months until the son and the daughter figured out, you know, how to get it back into their names because there's no will or trust. And when that happened, I was extremely close to quitting. I almost uh, left the business. I thought that the universe was out to get me, that this just was not right for me. And I think when that happened, only thing that kept me alive in the industry was just understanding that, hey, like things happen. I mean, my my other agents in the industry who are much more knowledgeable than me, my mentor said that, look, deals fall apart all the time. You're doing the right thing. Stick with it. If you keep making the calls, keep coming in every day like you are, you know, you're on a great track. But there was a lot of negativity going on in my mind, a lot of doubt and was very close to quitting. So I think the way that can help a listener is that, you know, if you've been at, at something for a long time and you finally get your big break, but that big break goes crashing down to pieces. I think if you understand that you're still doing the right things to where you know you'll be successful, that big break you had is going to be, be is going to end up being 10 big breaks and eventually you'll, you know, it'll go like dominoes, like a snowball and you'll, you know, benefit like no other. So don't let that first domino bring you down if that domino doesn't work out. I think is the most important lesson I learned. So after that point, my business did skyrocket. So I wonder how often that really happens to people because that's not really a particularly unusual story that, I mean, I four months of nothing and then all of a sudden you get this listing, all of the euphoria that must have come with that and the joy and the, and the, wow, this is finally coming together. And the next day, all of that just totally and completely coming crashing down again. That's just difficult on our emotional mind to take that kind of uh, experience. And I can see why a person would want to just, just fold it up and say, enough is enough. I've worked at this for four years and this is all it ever comes to is just a big disappointment there. But people like you who stick with it and come through it, they do uh, find success on uh, the other side of that. Uh, just a question, did uh, after probate had gone through, did the son and daughter come back to you as the broker? Yeah, yeah. The sale ended up going through. So yeah, it, it was good. Yeah. Okay. So just hanging in there pays off. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to do that though sometimes for sure. Yeah. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being with us and enlightened investors. So glad you were with us once again today. And I look forward to being with you next episode. Thank you, Jason, for being here today. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steve Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at stevetalker.com.